This is exactly right. This is I Said No Gifts, and I'm Bridger Weiniger, and I'm so happy you're here. I hope you're feeling nice, maybe washing some dishes, driving to work and kind of just collecting yourself before a big day. Whatever it is, we're going get to get through it. And I've got a friend here. I've got a friend. He's a writer. He's a comedian. He is a director. He is the star of a television show called Corporate. Matt Ingebrigtsen. Hello, Bridger. Matt, I'm so happy you're here. Bridger, what are we doing here? Look, <laughs> I invited you here and you're already causing You trouble. start a podcast. Who told you to do this? I was visited in the night and had this little idea. Yes. And then you came along and told me I should do it. And so now I'm dragging you're you back right. in for the first, you know. I will take this. credit for this. You actually. were very, you said, Bridger, you should do that if someone will give you a microphone. <laughs> And I said, that sounds about and right. And someone made that mistake. And somebody has made a huge mistake, <laughs> and we're just going to have to move through it. I know. This is your first one. How do you feel so far? I'm going to interview you Look, for this you podcast. you are not interviewing I'm me. Taking I'm taking this over. Here. I'm the host here. <laughs> you parasite. You caught me on a big week. What? You caught me on a big week. And? So? Well, where do you want me to start? The week started out big with me going to... None other than the Korean spa. <gasps> Which you, one? Have Wee you been spa? to Wee Spa? Yes, I have. Have we talked about Wee Spa? I don't know if we have. Wee Spa for me is Disneyland. It <laughs> is truly the feeling, the best possible feeling. Yes. You get to go. In the sense that you dress up as a Disney princess when you of go. Of course. I'm in my bell gown. <laughs> I've got yes. the full wig and I'm uh, wet. Okay. The, we spa for the Korean spa for people who don't know. Should we explain it a yeah, little bit? Yeah. I think yes. that that's worth talking about. This is the only Korean spa I've ever been to. We yes. spa is kind of Los Angeles's premier Korean spa. Multi-story spa. You it, go in, you put on a little costume. You, uh, you well, that, okay, gym it's shorts. not a costume. It's truly a the a least cute little sexy. outfit. It's like oversized shorts yes. and a boxy t-shirt. Yes. You, everyone looks bad. Well, you're given a little watch at the beginning. A little oh, watch yeah. you wrap around your wrist that gives you access to your locker. That's right. You go in there, and this for me was huge, getting naked in front of strangers. Me too. When I did enormous, yes, but also excellent for my for me mentally because for your self esteem. Oh, my self esteem went through the roof. Everyone looks begging to look at me. (laughs) Everyone wanted to look, (laughs) and I showed them. People were hooting and hollering. Um, 
<laughs> no, so you get naked, then you walk over. Oh, but they do give you the shorts and the t-shirts. Yes. But that's for later. That's right. Because you, I mean, at least I'm speaking from my personal experience. Well, did experience. you start with the bath stuff? I always with... start with the bath stuff. You I, don't? I end with the bath stuff. Oh, that's probably the move. <laughs> yes. I go do, well, because I feel like I get ultimately a little dirty in the saunas. Oh, yes. Because but maybe you're kind I'm of like lying around maybe in that's gravel. In my head. Yeah, you're lying in gravel. Yeah. It's funny, like, describing this, it doesn't sound appealing at all. No. You go to the spot, you lie down in gravel, you roll around, you get you're wearing as a dog. shorts, and then you leave. <laughs> yes. Okay, so you start. That makes sense to me, actually. This time I began in the baths. Yes. Went to the dry spa. Yes. Went back to the baths. The next day, my hair was as dry as a bone. <laughs> I, it was like I had shampooed it 18 times. But the reason I started in the spa or the baths this time was I scheduled the body scrub. Okay. Have you done the body scrub? No, I have not, but I've been tempted to. It is an insane experience. Because <laughs> it seems painful. It's not painful. It's not painful. Basically. But it is invasive. It's the most invasive thing that has ever happened to me. <laughs> Even more than sex. A hundred percent. Oh, absolutely. Because, I mean, you lie down on essentially just a metal table, uh-huh. and you're fully naked, and a man... <laughs> For the next half an hour, scrubs your body to the bone. Yes. I mean, it occurred to me while I was lying there that, that it was as close as, it feels like cadaver training. Yes. Because you're just in this kind of unpleasant atmosphere. It's yes. like you're waiting for someone to come and identify your Solo body. Solo room? No. I mean, there's, a, sometimes there'll be another person on another bed there. Okay. Um, you're, and it's very, but it's very it relaxing. Almost, it's borderline prison camp. Well, it's a crazy <laughs> thing that you're making another human being, somebody is, they're being paid, but yes. to truly touch your entire body. Maybe they like that. I suppose, or I also, usually they're Korean people, uh, I feel like most cultures don't have the horror body shame that Americans do. Yes, that's right. So maybe it's not as big of a deal. If I was scrubbing down somebody's body, I I don't know. I would be apologizing most of the time. And after the scrub, what? You feel soft? You feel invigorated. Yes. Uh, you feel like a whole new you. All, well, of, your, all of that been, skin is gone. Your body has been desecrated yes. by a stranger. You're, I am yeah. at that point hot pink because yeah. my skin is usually just white as a sheet. <laughs> And then I march around back into the sauna, and yes. people are very excited to see me. Do you use the toiletries that they provide for you, the lotions and oh my. things? I can't tell you. This time I went all the way. I used the toothbrush. Good they God. offer a free toothbrush. You're out of control. I was like, you know, I'm here. I'm going to brush my teeth. Yes. So I... Did the body scrub... I mean, this this trip... And I'm so sorry that we're just talking all spa... But this trip to the spa felt calculated to really pinpoint my anxiety because in the bath area, there was a man with a ponytail who was diving into the tubs the entire time. Yes. And these are, you know, they're not, you know, it's not a swimming pool. There are signs that say, do not dive into the tubs. (laughs) He's diving. Literally diving every time. Yes. So fortunately not into the tubs that I was in, but. As someone who is just annoyed by most people, yes. that just was on my mind while I'm trying to relax. Yes. I move on to the scrub. Halfway through the scrub, the guy starts coughing. 
So oh. not the sound you want to hear while oh. you're trying to just be scrubbed. That reminds me of a, a massage I once got, actually. That actually, I believe I talked to you on the phone right before I got it. Wait, was this in our the neighborhood you used to live in, which is currently my neighborhood? That you, I feel like you told me there's a Thai massage to avoid. It was no. It, well, there is one to avoid, but there's another one to there are avoid. Probably a lot of massages <laughs> to avoid. This was in I I done a show, no I got to a show a couple hours early and I had some time to kill so I was at first I was sitting outside on the curb outside of a McDonald's and actually oh, a couple perfect more, intro to a massage <laughs> a couple Mormon missionaries came up and, tr- and tried oh to God, I clearly insane. looked terrible because they tried to you know bring me into their faith um, <laughs> then I was like you know what I'm gonna get a massage I'll treat myself okay. so I just I, in Google Maps I just put in Thai massage okay looked up no information on oh, it oh no this is I walked in the smell was highly questionable in which way is that like it's smelled like a, resta- a restaurant. Yeah, okay. it smelled like meat. Um, but it was an exclusively massage place. As far as I could tell. Okay. I walked in. The moment I walked in, I was like, I've made a mistake and I should leave. But they were already <laughs> like, hello. So I was like, well, I'm about to drop 50 bucks and oh, just do no. this. I pay money. It's one of the most painful massages I ever got that culminated in her... You know when they walk on your back and they usually have straps that they hold and two back. I'm not from. I I know that they walk on your back, but I wasn't aware of these straps. It's okay, like there's a gymnasium. Often, that's right. Often on the ceiling, something to help them balance. They didn't have those. Instead, when it was time to walk on my back, she pulled out a senior citizen's like walker. Okay. And straddled <laughs> me with it, <laughs> and then walked up and down my back. Oh no! I was in pain for weeks after that. It, it really decimated me. Did it feel like whatever she was doing, she was actually doing? doing it correctly it's just not something that you wanted done to you or was she just a madman i think she was out of control that sounds I, crazy it was a bad i was in pain i, I hurt for weeks after was there any part of it that was enjoyable no and massages are tricky because they are that balance between like pain and pleasure so you want it to hurt a little bit but i like it she like sprained a muscle in me or Good something grief. Like I've never really had a professional massage now that I think about it. The closest I've mm. come is the scrub. The scrub. <laughs> but uh, maybe it's time for me to look into a massage. I just don't know who to trust. You get into Yelp, and of course Yelp reviews now mean nothing. I know. So who, and then I'm, I don't know, I don't want to... I've been thinking about a facial. Oh. I've never gotten one. You should try a facial. How do you do that? You have a beard. So half of your face is covered. I'm not getting my money's worth. You're not. You should get a half off. Yeah, I should. What would you want a facial for? I feel like you've got nice skin. This is... Well, thank you, Bridger. This is... Bridger, you don't have to. Matt, let me describe your face to the listeners. But go ahead. Matt's face right now is bathed (laughs) in a very soft light. So smooth, not a blemish on it. Maybe under the beard there's horrible scarring, but... From what I can tell, Matt's got a perfect face. So keep that in mind oh, while wow. he was, talks about giving himself that a facial. Was nice. Well, a facial. So I've heard, and this is slightly disgusting, but I've heard that they like dig out blackheads that they like oh. get in there. And I think I like that a little. I think little. most, whether people want to admit it or not, most yeah. people love that. I love a blackhead coming out of their face. Now, my only regret is that I won't be able to see it. I oh, want to see yeah. it happen. Do you? I remember pretty clearly when I discovered I could squeeze like a blackhead out of my nose and being like, yes. that's disgusting, but it's also... But I want it. Yeah. I want it to happen. And I think I've been told you shouldn't do that. No, you, I don't think you should. But maybe if you have a professional... How are they doing? With a little needle or something? Yes. Does that hurt? 
I think it does. They're Hil- excavating your face. Hillary got one recently okay. and said that it was painful, but like an interesting experience. I wonder I- what level of pain. I don't know. Maybe. How did she look after? Could you tell that she had just had her face Terrible. dug up? <laughs> she was covered in blood. <laughs> um, but I've become it. She talked to me about it, and now I'm, I'm intrigued. Although I don't even know if I need one, because again, I have perfect yeah. skin, except for the horrid scar. I feel like maybe you want like a relaxing facial. Something that's not going to do a lot yeah. of work, that's more just like they're putting the cucumbers on your face, they're like smearing slime on it. Well, another thing I do, I do know and I enjoy, and I don't really watch ASMR videos, but I do like personal attention. Like whenever a doctor like does like checks oh, on me, sure, sure. I like that a lot. And if I could just pay, I guess I could just go to the doctor more often. Yeah, just constantly. <laughs> you and I kind of yes. share a doctor. He is a bit of a joke writer he listen i have heard probably more of his comedy than yours at this point i I do think that's true and it is truly like written comedy it's written it is like old school monologue like topical yes yeah and that's the first 10 minutes of your appointment is (laughs) is you are the audience it's uh i mean i've had a lot of experiences with uh the doctor this year because i Early August, as you know, got strep throat. Yes. Oh, which yes. was absolutely horrifying. And I just, sh- I scheduled one appointment with him. It was fine. I went. Second time I was at his office was, I just showed up. It was like, yes. what about Bob's style? You because just, I was so desperate yeah. for help. And now, he was very accommodating. You didn't go to an urgent care. Well, I'll tell you, I was deeply sick, went yes. to an urgent care without looking at my insurance. And you don't want to be in an urgent care, uninsured. deeply sick, uninsured. Right. I walk up to the counter. They turn me away. I, oh. I nearly they burst into tears. They turned you away? Yeah. Well, they told me that or it was going to be like oh, hundreds of dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, I'm not spending a dime on myself. No, so Bridger is a I known cheapskate. <laughs> <laughs> I turned around and just went home. Yes. Then you stay. Okay, so, I mean, this is a lot, but the strep throat eventually went away. I fall asleep the day that it's going away on my couch. I wake up. I've got shingles. Oh, it felt like right. I had finally gotten out of a cave <laughs> and was, got immediately hit by a car. This was a dark time the in Bridger's life. Shingles? I don't know. I didn't see much of him during this time. Has had, well, I hope nobody did. <laughs> shingles for five weeks oh. right on my face. Oh. Which was, uh, so this all, this was, of course, more trips to the doctor. Yes. And, uh, listen, there were, there were some diagnoses and some treatments that were probably not correct. Um, <laughs> what are you saying to me right now? I'm saying that I, well, I initially, after being turned away from the urgent care, yes. I went on the cell phone. Have you done this yet? The cell phone the doctor? Skype app or the sort of like video conference? Yes. Yes, I did. What did you do it for? I got food poisoning recently. Oh. And I was I was vomiting so much and I couldn't keep any liquid down that I was severely dehydrated yes. and I got on and he was like go to the emergency room. Okay. Right so so you, yes. that feels worthless. Wait, what caused this food poisoning? Well, Hillary and I ate all the same thing. She didn't get it, but she has more of an iron stomach than I okay. do. But we did eat Trader Joe's lobster ravioli That's the night right. before. I'm sorry, but you a thousand percent deserved <laughs> I to know. get food poisoning. <laughs> I don't know I don't what say came that over me. I was in the ravioli department oh. at Trader Joe's, and I'm typically a butternut squash guy. Of course. You know this about me, Bridger. As everyone should be. The lobster is no one's buying. 
implying that. Well, I did. And oh, no. to be honest, it wasn't even that good. No, of offense, course it to tra- no offense to the chefs at Trader Joe's. I don't want to bring that upon you, but good it's not your finest work. So we had it. I woke up the next morning. I was like, this is something is wrong. I couldn't keep any liquids oh. down. I was like shaking. I was so dehydrated. Oh, no. Went to the emergency room. By the way, you turn into a monster at the emergency room because they're all hell. There was like an hour wait. Of course. And I was pissed off. Everyone else there, I was like, I don't care if you're dying. I want in before like, you. people bleeding? Are you sitting there with people bleeding? Nobody else was bleeding. Okay. <laughs> as far as I can tell, unless they were concealing it. <laughs> I I walked in, though, and I was like, I just told them, I was like, I have the flu and I need help. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so at that point, you still felt it was not food poisoning. I didn't know. Okay. But I'm pretty sure it was. My big food poisoning event was another fish product. It was a salmon fish and chips, but at a restaurant. Of course, I had Hmm. it coming. But at the same time, at that restaurant, I also ate ravioli, weirdly. And so I can't, to this day, can't eat a ravioli. Listeners, if you... Have, if you take anything away from this podcast, stop eating ravioli. Don't cross combine it, them with a fish. Cross it off the list. Yeah. It's done, okay? It's Ravioli's canceled. It's, like, there's too much in there. There's just a yeah. good chance that part of it's going to get poisoned well, You don't need to... Point. Pasta's enough. You need, you need to put stuff inside exactly. of pasta. Exactly. Just pour something over just it. Just settle down. Eat it dry. One more food poisoning story I'll share. Let's <clears> hear it. I was in Montreal for a comedy festival. Mm. <clears throat> the night... Last night I was there. Everyone stayed up, like, having a fun time partying and stuff. At 2.30 in the morning, I head back to my hotel. Mm-hmm. On the way back to my hotel, there was a True TV-sponsored stand oh, okay. that was handing out bagels and locks. As we all know, True TV <laughs> is famous. has got the money for the finest. Bagels and locks yes. from True TV. I only eat fish from True TV. Out of a cooler at 2.30 in the morning. Oh, and no. I scarfed it down. <laughs> Were you drunk? I was a little bit drunk, Okay, yeah. that makes a little more sense. Uh, yeah, I, I was impaired. I then, which honestly, they shouldn't have been serving me locks. That was no, honestly... Who is serving locks at 2.30 in the morning? That is not a middle of the night food. I hope somebody hears this and True TV, I should get some money for this. So the next morning... <laughs> you should I, get a whole series out of this. Yeah, yeah. The next morning, I wake up at 9 a.m. and I'm like, something mm. is terribly wrong. My flight leaves in two and a half hours from Montreal. Oh. So I then, I call Lyft. I'm like, I need to go get medicine. I... I walk downstairs. I feel terrible. I haven't thrown up oh. yet. I get in the lift. I tell I tell him to take me to a pharmacy. Within two minutes, I have the car door open and I'm vomiting oh, out the side. Good grief. He's yelling at me, understandably so, <laughs> because I just got into his car and immediately started throwing up. And he probably just thinks you're hungover and an irresponsible yes. jerk. So I then he doesn't take me all the way to the pharmacy. He like drops me off a couple blocks later and is like, get out of my car. Oh. So then I stumble my way to the pharmacy. The idea of being food poisoned and then getting on a plane... It was I would, I would terrible. Just, I would move to Montreal at that point. It was one of the most out-of-body experiences I've had in my life. This is a big yes. time for you because I know your birthday is also coming up. That's right. When your birthday's coming up, when the holidays are coming up, mm-hmm. gifts. Yeah. The gift. The word gift is right there in the title of this podcast. <laughs> what do you like to... Do you have any gifts you like to get for your birthday? Well, I... My goal... Because it's always, I, I'm essentially always trying to trick people into getting things for me that I want. I don't want surprise gifts. I okay, want things sure. that I desire. You like to like carefully guide without directly telling. That's exactly right. Sure. So I'm looking for things that I want but might not buy myself. Okay. So like clothes from a clothing store that typically I might be like, I don't need 
that expensive of a shirt or something like that. What store are we talking about here? Well, do you want to get free plugs? Well, I just want to know because I don't know where to buy clothes anymore. I haven't bought... I was looking in my closet the other day. I'm like, most of my shirts are truly 15 years well, old. Well, and this is something... We've talked about this before. Ye- because you you are simultaneously a fashionable man, but almost buy no clothes for yourself. I buy almost... This is my most recent purchase. I bought this at a place called The Rat's Nest in North Carolina. <laughs> it's nice. Thank you. It's lovely. For but sure. you should be doing... Doing more because Bridger and listeners, you can't see this. He's a spelt. He's a handsome. But <laughs> he's bathed. Uh, let me describe Bridger. We've got to talk you. about my body as much as possible on this podcast. Bridger is has an extremely symmetrical face. He has, <laughs> I'd say. Uh, cute forehead wrinkles. <laughs> he has a great jawline, great hair. He's got a real look. He's my hair, I I will say today, I'm pretty happy with how my hair looks. I'm unhappy with how my, how my hair looks. Yeah, I feel like your hair always looks good. <sighs> well, I've just picked a look where it's like it's all kind over of the do place. Whatever it wants. Whatever That's right. There's no wrong answers. Yeah. Um, you should be very happy. I with was that. going to ask you, and I know we're trying to get to the next part of the podcast, or maybe no, not. we're not. We're doing whatever we want. Okay, great. I was going to ask you, how many times a week are you shampooing? Zero. Well, I would say once. Why I jumped to zero immediately. Zero? I was shocked to hear that. (laughs) Zero? I I don't wash my hair. Zero. I haven't washed my hair since I was 10. No, I, um, I would say one every week and a half. Every week and a half. So that's because. Probably too much. Really? Okay. I probably do twice a week. You're washing your hair twice a week? I've heard you're not supposed to wash it at all. Well, where's the science (laughs) on shampooing? I don't think there is any. It's all hearsay. Just wait till it stinks. Well, that's my thing. I I sweat. When I exercise, I sweat a fair amount. Oh, sure. So that is my concern is I don't want. Now, here's the thing is it's like how many I'm six foot four. So not many people are getting a whiff of my hair. That's true. This is for the birds. (laughs) This is exclusively for birds. Yes, that's right. So I'm but it's a concern of mine where like I sweat and I'm like, well, I guess I need to wash it. Now, often what I'll do is conditioner no shampoo oh interesting what sort of conditioner well okay i've been experimenting so my sister i have two older sisters and they've guided me through life in terms of hair products and facial products and clothing Uh, about a year ago she got me a shampoo and conditioner called Davines. Okay. Are you familiar? It's expensive. No, of course not. It's like 35 bucks oh, for God, a thing grief. of conditioner. That's not for me. Now, I'll tell you what, it's incredible. Really? It's in, it what a, does truly, make a difference. What is the difference you're seeing? Well, what, I, when you do it, your hair, I was like, oh, my hair was never got clean from the other. It feels actually like, oh, I can run my hands uh, through it. Let me see if I can run my hands. Yes. Well, my Bridger's hair is hand, kind of thick. Bridger's it's hard hand to... is stuck. He's <laughs> trying to yank it out immediately right now. stuck. I'll just keep it here <laughs> no. till the end of the podcast and go to the hospital. <laughs> Something I have done in the last year, every few months, is a deep conditioning with coconut oil Oil. is that what i'm using Mm -hmm. where i'll put it in at night uh (laughs) throw a shower cap on and go to bed like a grandmother (laughs) well Uh, that's what i was about to ask because i once made the mistake of i read that you should put coconut oil in your hair oh i put it in in the shower tried to rinse it out it didn't all come out then i'm just have greasy hair all night (laughs) i didn't have a shower cap (laughs) so then i ruined a pillow of mine (laughs) of course how was the pillow ruined was it just like not ruined but it was like it probably smelled coconut oil all over it yeah Yeah. it's just a greasy pillow at that point Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well the thing with the deep conditioning for me is i didn't notice any difference it was just annoying and then i woke up and then it was like i guess it was a little shinier but my hair's already like an annoying color and i'm like i don't need to draw any more attention to this it's all guesswork 
with when it comes to hair and the beauty industry because it's like the beauty industry is propaganda so it's sure. really difficult to discern what is actually working and what is just marketing getting honest answers from yes. people it's like i so, truly don't know i largely rely on my sister she recently just gave me some new face moisturizer that i've been putting on Ooh. are you moisturizing your face i'm doing look everyone knows yes. about me i'm a jennifer aniston type i <laughs> i've been doing a vino for years I'm in right? a vino. Okay. I'm on your face? Face, arms. Now, do you have a specific face one or you're putting normal lotion onto your face? <laughs> normal. I'm putting normal lotion. Bridger? It's a very mild lotion. I I don't know. I mean, I, I, I I'm looking at Stephen. I'm looking I, at the other people in the room to see if that is okay. It's an oatmeal We're based. We're getting a grimace and and somebody and Stephen is shaking. His it's hand. an oatmeal base. <laughs> Jen Aniston's putting it on, or she's I, always making the big bucks. Jennifer Aniston is absolutely. She is that has never touched her face. I guarantee you that. She looks gorgeous. That. Right, exactly because she's not using a vino. I feel like a vino is a. I mean, I'm sure it's fine, Bridger, but you should consider. Should I move to a new thing? Is my but I've been doing this literally since I was probably 12 years old because I have very dry skin. Oh yes, well, and that's actually that's when we all should have started using heavy face moisturizer. Is in our yeah, pre-teens. yes, because you know, yes, you want that youthful look. Are you, you want that Jen Aniston look? Sunscreen on your face every day. I'm. Again, I have an Aveeno okay. with an SPF. That's fine. Okay, that's the main thing okay. you must be doing. And listeners, sunscreen on your Let's face. Let's all put. Look, I wish I had known, but yeah. you know, when you're a teenager in Utah in the '90s, everybody wants yeah. to be tan. <laughs> we I up, wish yes. somebody had just taken me aside and said, "It's never going to happen for you. <laughs> Stay out of the sun, you idiot. You're <laughs> going you to must get burned." Have just gotten redder, right? Oh my God, I've been. Absolutely. You know, I've been hospitalized with the sunburn (laughs) in Venezuela, but that was a whole other experience. We'll leave that for another podcast. Yeah. Too much time on the beach and then back into the hospital. But um, look, there's been something on the table this entire time. You know, there's very few rules about this podcast. Yes. Each episode should be eight hours long. Well. And... I said no gifts. Well, Bridger, I'm sorry, but I felt that I, I felt awkward not bringing something. There, currently, Matt has brought, I'm just going to describe what seems to be probably a foot and a half long by a foot box in a beautiful floral wrapping Yes. with a card on top. Is that for me? Bridger. <laughs> Matt, I, I said c- no gifts. I couldn't help myself, okay? I felt like I needed to do something. This feels like a strange way to draw attention to yourself on my <laughs> podcast. Well, it, okay, well, now you're making this about... Did it, oh. I just felt it would there was the right thing to do, and it, it doesn't have to be about me, and I honestly resent a little bit about that you're calling well do i should i open yeah, it p- please okay, okay I, well I, I just let me see I should I, would... I open the card first yes. for me <clears throat> with a card i never know if i should save it for later or open the gift. i but will seeing as you just showed up with a gift <laughs> yes should i read it aloud on the podcast sure. Okay, it's like, I'm going to describe, this is literally just a piece of paper Matt has folded in half. <laughs> no, like a piece of cardstock. It's cardstock. It's cardstock. Okay. Where did you get cardstock? Well, I, I make custom, I, you know, I put, I didn't put a ton of work into this one, okay. but I'll often draw a picture on. <laughs> this says, uh, we have been friends for close to a decade, gone through life's ups and downs, and I finally feel close enough to you to ask, how do you pronounce your last name? <laughs> Sincerely, Matt. Matt, I really appreciate that. I mean, I know you know how to pronounce my last name, but 
I'm, I'm going to say ballpark, 80% of the people in my life don't pronounce my last and name And I wanted to give them an, a chance to learn this, without having to confront you face-to-face. Yes, face this podcast, ultimately for me, <laughs> was just to teach people how to pronounce my last That's name. That's right, yes. Weiniger. Weiniger. It looks like vinegar. Yes. Which I understand people would want to say vinegar. <laughs> but there are people in my life, and I'm not going to name names, who should have figured this out by now. <laughs> it's Weiniger. But you also, interestingly, you have yes. a last name that I imagine a lot of people struggle with. Yes. Although, which is crazy to me, because your name to me really tells you how to pronounce it. It's, it's like it's phonetic. Yeah. Ingebretson. What pronunciations people, are you getting? Ingebretson. 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 Inge. Ingelbretson. Ingelbertson. Oh my god. And then just blank stares. People are putting in a lot of work to mispronounce names. I know. Ingebretson. That feels so. It's fun. It feels like it's like on a pogo stick. I or do something. feel like uh, your last name being Vinegar is adds something. Bridger Vinegar. <laughs> Bridger Vinegar. It's sort of like uh, your alter ego. Yeah, that's like kind of my cr- poisonous. <laughs> like, like a crime fiction. After dark. Writer I'm or like something like that. Stalking through the shadows. Bridger Vinegar. Yes. Well, okay. Okay, well, I'm going to open the gift. Please. Let's get some nice. Are you a, um, I, a lot of people, I think, will just dive into ripping open a gift. I try to be a little more careful with the wrapping paper. I don't, do although do? this is nice wrapping Yeah, this paper. is like a wallpaper almost. Now, tear, tear it up. I, I don't because I just get, now, But you never know what's underneath. You could damage something. You're, you're right about that. This, you're safe. Now, I will say, just before you get your hopes up, the box that it's in is not what the gift is. So this is not a Sega Genesis. <laughs> it's not a Sega okay. Genesis, yeah. So I just... I will just adjust my expectations. Now, this is very nice wrapping paper, actually, but it's a little bit inconvenient because it didn't come in a roll. It came in two rectangles. That's so you, the new thing, which seems crazy. It doesn't me. make just any sense. Just give me the roll. Yes. Like, the rectangles, It's. I think it's a new way to overcharge. I think so. Although, this is like a hardy paper. It's not the thin dollar store paper. And you just you're tore it up. It'll never be used again. Never again. It uh, looks like you've got... You've recently ordered from an online retailer I won't mention, but... Uh, That's right. Who should be advertising it, on this yeah. show, I think. It probably fits well. And they're actually... Oh, the, look at yes. this. What is this? It's a t-shirt. A mm. beautiful t-shirt. Yes. What is happening here? So you've sent me... Or you've given me... Oh, my good grief. <laughs> What I initially thought was just a white t-shirt with a pocket, which would have been terrific. A great gift. Of course, everyone likes to just get a nice t-shirt. Yes. I turn it around. Matt has... I have to explain something, and I'll have to share this at some point. For the last... Well, let's see, in about 2012, I don't know what did this to me, but I was Google image searching Sizzler. Yes. And I found the highest resolution photo maybe on the internet. Of none other than the owner of Sizzler. Is that who that is? For I was looking at this recently. I don't know why. Carrie Cramp was the owner of Sizzler. This is just a photo of him standing. That man's name is Carrie Cramp. Carrie Cramp standing in front of a (laughs) salad bar at Sizzler. I'm telling you, this photo was beyond 4K resolution. It was. You could put it on a billboard, and it would be. Crystal clear. You can see the blackheads on his face. Yes. So I eventually switched it to my. It's, and is, can it's, I see? To this day, has been my desktop wallpaper. Incredible. I saw you tweet that recently. I didn't know if it was a lie or not. That wasn't so a lie. I'll That's confirm. Truly, I yes. was trying to share it with the world. This has been my photo since I bought this computer 
I believe seven, six, seven years ago. I also should probably get a new computer, but yes. uh, when I do get the new computer, I will be putting Carrie right back on. <laughs> yes. Although now I can wear it on a t-shirt. So it's a... Tell it, me about this. Okay. Well, I, one of my favorite gifts to give people actually is a custom t-shirt. You've done this for me before. That's right. I could name, you've given me a t-shirt that says, which I wear frequently when I'm working out, Proud Mommy Blogger. Oh, (laughs) I forgot about that one. And you've given me a Horse Symphony t-shirt. That's right. Which is very stylish, actually. That's probably my best Although I will say the sleeves are a little long. I might have Mm. them trimmed or something. My arms are too short. Trimmed? Can you get a t-shirt, like, trimmed? You could if you're out of control. (laughs) If you're spiraling. Or do you do it yourself? Maybe I go sleeveless. Yeah. Turn it into a muscle (laughs) tee. Is that my personality (laughs) Absolutely not, but I think you could do it. Um, Okay. But this is something you do. Custom t-shirts. I like to get a, make custom t-shirts for people. Um, I use a website, which I will plug because I use them all the time. Okay. I think they're great. Called Custom Ink. Custom um, Ink. They have okay. great customer service. Is that the service. one with the squid? Yes. I tried to make a Wave Race 64 t-shirt on that, uh, but I couldn't pull the trigger mm. because it was $25. Well, and again, going back to the fact that you're a cheapskate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you pay? What is your, in your mind, what, what should a t-shirt cost? This is a problem for me because yes. I haven't bought. I usually, I mean, the majority of my clothing was bought over a decade ago. I feel like you're living in the year 1997. Yeah. yeah. So if I see a T-shirt that's over ten dollars, oh, oh my god, that's a god. splurge. That's you're... a big splurge for me. <laughs> over ten? Over ten dollars? It feels like you... oh, I have to. I truly and I also I I can say I recognize this as a mental flaw at this point. Yes. I have to think it over, and I frequently think it over to the point that it vanishes, and then I just don't buy anything. You have to readjust. Now, listen, a $10 t-shirt, obviously a great deal, but I'd say t-shirts on average these days, you have to expect $20. What was the last t-shirt you bought for yourself? Well, I just actually recently, this is not a good example of this because they are cheap, but I bought a five-pack of plain white Hanes t-shirts. Okay. Those are, that's the last one. Is this one just like an undershirt situation or? An undershirt. I've also, I mean, I continue to dress more and more like my father did in the mid-90s. Sure. And so. As most people do. Jeans with a tucked-in white t-shirt. That's a okay. sort of around-the-house look for me. <laughs> sure. Or maybe a Sunday afternoon, I'm stopping by the hardware store type Okay, of, that makes you know, sense. That's a good look for that sort yes. of thing. Mm-hmm. Now, I do feel like um, you just recently tweeted about t-shirts being softer than ever. That's right. <laughs> and I think I, I mean, I think I agree. Okay. Now, they've always, like a vintage t-shirt has always been Of course. Soft. It's been through the wash. That's right. But a new t-shirt, at this point in history, we're reaching new levels of softness. <laughs> we are, though. I, I agree. I, yes. But what's doing it? And who's driving this movement? <sighs> Well, nobody really asks for it. I mean, like we were, all, we're no. all happy for that. And you know, somebody responded to that tweet. A good point, which is that the um, durability level has plummeted on these oh, t-shirts interesting. because Fast fashion. That's right. <laughs> they're softer. By the way, a clip I sh- I recommend. This is fast fashion. Made me think of it. There's a clip of Kim Kardashian at this um, speech thanking. Oh shit. Maybe cut this part. No, no, no. Leave it in. No, I want to. Well, I mean, yeah. Regardless, I need you to continue to. Okay, this Kim Kardashian. She's being interviewed, and she is. Um, she has a funny story. She's like, "Oh, funny story. I have to tell." It was. Um, I was offered a million dollars to post a fast fashion Instagram post, and okay. I thought, "Why do I? Why don't I do it?" But then Kanye told me that. 
I shouldn't do it because they rip off designs from Yeezus. And I was like, okay, Kanye, I won't do it just for you. <laughs> and uh, she pre she sets this up as like a cute story she's okay. telling. So then <laughs> she's, she's like, so I didn't do it for Kanye. I didn't make the million dollars. <laughs> My birthday comes around and I, he gives me an envelope and inside is a check for $1 million. What? And a contract to be a partner in the Yeezus. How is this a marriage? <laughs> that is the most psychotic. These people, like, yes. the, the, that each of their skulls contains a human brain is so bizarre to me. Yes, I know. What? So fast fashion, you made me think of that. Okay, back to t-shirts. Back to t-shirts. <laughs> They're softer than ever. They're softer than ever. Less durable, certainly. And I feel like uh, a lot of my... I've bought uh, some very, I mean, uh, granted, cheap t-shirts. Mm -hmm. And after one wash, I have to iron them. I don't want to have to iron a t-shirt. Absolutely not. I want it to just fit my body and look casual. I have been... My sister, speaking of my sister, again, I bought... A, okay, actually, this is before those Hanes White t-shirts, a couple other t-shirts I bought. It's funny that I tweeted that t-shirt thing because I bought some not soft t-shirts recently. Oh, okay. I bought a couple... Name names. I bought another couple Hanes. Oh, Hanes. Hanes. <laughs> this company has no consistency. Hanes? Like a blue... I just like I just want plain t-shirts. Sure. So I bought a blue and a, like a green t-shirt yes. off of Amazon. I'm sorry for supporting that company. I know they're destroying the environment. But I bought them, and they shamed me because of how not soft they were. Oh, interesting. Now, they've since sent me a new t-shirt that has, is very soft. I'm In response to them not being soft? <laughs> yes, they... Did you they complain? What? Wait. I didn't complain. They were like, Matt, you can't be wearing t-shirts like this anymore. You're an adult man. Uh, this t-shirt isn't soft. This is... This oh, says a lot okay. about this, who I am, is okay, that no, my I'm older following. sisters have shamed me my yes, entire life sure. in my fashion. and But why not, I mean, at least put those uh, t-shirts to work. Run them through the wash a few times. I've been I've been working on that. I think they're getting a little softer. Well, let's be honest. You just moved into a new home. You have your own washing machine. I do. Use that thing to just beat the hell out of some t-shirts <laughs> and turn them into the soft yes. t-shirts you desire. They're luxurious. My thing with t-shirts is I feel like we made some um, enormous progress from about 2003 to 2013 of t-shirts that fit men's bodies. Yes. As a small person, Absolutely. this has been something I've really struggled with my yes. entire life, finding a t-shirt that just fits in a... A fitted way. We're yes. now forgetting all of those lessons and yeah. moving directly towards t-shirts that go to your knees. Yes. What's happening? I don't know. I feel like I'm I'm just I'm I was trying to grasp onto this. I was in heaven for a minute too because I'm in a slightly different position, tall, tall and thin. Yeah, sure. And now typically t-shirt companies in the past, the taller the, the each size up, they assumed you got longer and wider. Oh yeah, of course. So I was wearing mm -hmm. shirts that fit me were baggy. So then for many years I wore shirts that were too small for me but fit me around the torso the way that I wanted to. To be a medium-sized man, that's the dream. I know. Somewhere between you and I is the perfect t-shirt wear. Yes, that's exactly and right. That's a real shame. How tall are you again? I'm 5'6", and you're 6'2"? 4. 6'4". That is yes. a tall... You're a tall human I'm being. I'm a tall man. I'm right on the you're verge... You're almost a foot taller than me. I'm right on the verge of it being like a problem. And and for and people would stare if I was any taller. Yeah. Was there pressure on you to play basketball? Yes, but... Do you feel like Dad was mad that you didn't become a professional? I think... He's probably mad at himself. He's also a tall man. I know. He was 6'3". My grandpa was 6'4". Are you a decent basketball player? I can toss the pigskin up okay, in the, the hole. 
If there's a hole, I'll toss a ball at it. Well, it sounds like you give it a try. I gave it a try. I, you know, I will. What happened was when I was in seventh grade, I was pretty good. I was on the A team at my school. Then eighth grade rolled around. A couple other guys got their growth spurts before I did. Oh, Shot up above me. Okay. I got moved down to the B team and oh, I became boy. resentful and I quit after that. But as we know, neither of those guys went on to professional basketball, no. so it didn't matter for anybody. One of their names was Daniel. I won't even say his last name. He was the school bully. Oh. He really ruined well, my life. Well, he's probably dead. <laughs> I mean, if you don't make it into the NBA, and I don't know. Yes. We haven't heard from him since, so. Did you play any sports growing up? I played basketball. Uh, I was on the Against junior... everyone's advice. <laughs> the, uh, unfortunately, no one gave me any advice about this. I was on the junior jazz yes. I, in Utah. Mm. Um, my parents... I don't know what was going on. Yeah. It was very apparent from mm -hmm. minute one I was not a basketball player. <laughs> they let me do this for years. <laughs> Would have been thrilled for one of them to step in and say... Learn the piano. Is there Learn an instrument. There was the piano, which I also just was actively <laughs> fighting against, so I didn't learn that skill either. But if they had just stepped in and said, let's find something for you to do yes. where you're not embarrassing yourself. I was the kid on the team that was like, let's get Bridger the ball <laughs> so he can at least throw it once. <laughs> It was not good. <laughs> I guess I was having tragic. a good time. I was on a very good team. Well, you were stupid. I was a very dumb you little were, boy. You weren't aware of your surroundings. <laughs> Something was going on. I was a lot of assists. Yes. A lot of assisting, giving the ball to men that I, or I guess at the time, boys who I knew would be able to make a basket. That's right. Never scored a single point. You did. Humiliating. Oh. I think I took one shot and it was from half court. Oh. So, uh, you never made a basket. Yeah, and how many years did you play? At least three, I oh. want to say. So, oh, I mean, now God that, bless the team for letting me stick around. That is heartbreaking. <laughs> that is truly because, as someone in my first years of playing basketball, I, I got to the point where I was pretty good. But in my first years, I didn't make many baskets, sure. and it feels bad. Oh yeah, it does not. But I you, mean, but, I guess I got to a point where I was like, well, I guess this just isn't part of my basketball experience. <laughs> I'm more just somebody who's running up and down the court. That's right. I was probably three feet tall. Yes. <laughs> Mouthful of braces. <laughs> Just this disgusting little creature. Yes. My parents. I I don't know what they were thinking. But I know. maybe I don't know. I Did they try to force you to play piano? Oh, they I mean they definitely took me to lessons every single week. I don't know if forcing yeah. or not, but uh, -huh. uh my piano teacher teacher Carol uh tried her best. I played the Friends theme song at a recital. That was you my, did. I think that was kind of the <laughs> climax well. for me. And that's the only thing I can remember how to play on the piano. The first, like, do, 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 do. That's not what you want to be playing no. on piano. Nobody, no. everyone's upset with you if you're that playing classic that. classic piano piece. <laughs> I'll be there for you. Did you take piano? No, I did not. My, my parents tried making both of my older sisters play. They both hated it, fought and like, sure. were so upset that they didn't try to make me play. And then I ended up playing drums. I took Ah, uh, sure. That sounds like a, I would have been a good drummer, I think. I think so. I feel yeah. like I've got a decent rhythm. Well, I always think of you as a... I think you could have been a frontman to a band. Well, you know, there's still... I've got seven decades well, left. Well, I don't know if... I don't know. There's. I pick up the guitar now. By the time I'm 60, I'm ready to go. 
and everyone's excited to see you up there cheering you on the way your, your parents did up while you were running up and down the basketball court. I just need somebody to write and record the music. Yes. And then I need to be able to sing. And then someone else will dress you. Yes. And then someone carries you if on stage. If I were to just be kind of a manufactured, maybe like yeah. secretly join BTS or something. Yes, that's Maybe right. I'm the leader of BTS at this point. And BTS, if you're listening, and I have to assume that you of are. Of course. every All 400 of you. <laughs> I really would encourage you to consider Bridger as a bandmate. I think he has maybe even a friend. Potential as a friend, at the very least, as a friend. Take he could he'll just be around. What does BTS stand for? It's not behind the scenes. <laughs> it can't be. But that is what I think of every time. I didn't even know they were banned for a boys while. Boys to sing. <laughs> we need fifty Boy. boys to sing. Where are they? <laughs> Where We're are gonna, those boys? I'm going to be destroyed by the BTS fan base. <laughs> you are. This episode, this podcast is going to I should just toilet. give my address out now yes. before I get... <laughs> just give it out. Doxed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Doxed by millions of fans. Oh. Well, this t-shirt's amazing. I mean, yes. at some point, I, should I put it on? Is that something do you I think it will now? fit? I got you a small. Of course, a small is yes. my size. Now, here's the thing. It does look fairly small. Is that going to be like a Maybe. sexual harassment thing if I take my shirt off and put the shirt on right now? It's just all the listeners will be jealous. Um, should, uh, should, let's see it. I would love to see it on you. I'm going to ask uh, everyone in the room. Is it okay if everybody close your eyes? We'll all close our eyes. Unless is you want to look at me. That's also fine. Yes. Bridger's been to Korean spas and he... Yeah, I bought, this is a yes. whole new body. Now, I, okay, I don't want to embarrass... And now, on the first spot... But if you're going to listen to this podcast, I think you should know Bridger is a fit man. <laughs> he has abs and he this looks great. Lovely. Okay, that's going to fit. This fits. Now, it probably needs one shrink. One, and that's good because it will shrink whether you like it or two or not. It's okay, immediately good. soft though, so that's great. And I've got okay, Carrie Cramp on the back of my shirt. People are going to be so confused. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that jolly yes. man in front of a salad bar? And uh, obviously, no pressure to wear it in public, but I think it works. This is something like, I'd love to wear in public because on the front, it's an, it's unassuming. It just I has something. I need a little surprise. Back. I'm yes. gonna take the sticker off. I feel a little ridiculous. Mm -hmm. This is still on me. Yeah. Oh, jeez. This. I just want to tell the listeners that this company puts a terrible sticker on their T-shirt. <laughs> It feels confusing yeah. and unnecessary from an online retailer. Custom Inc., if you're listening, that's something you could work on. Yeah, come on. Give me a break. Matt, I have a game called Gift Master. I'd like you to play. I need you to give me a number between 2 and 10, because I love to count. And are you about to go count off screen? Is this another rambling this is session? Require a few. You're about to go. Stephen is going to earn his keep editing my, me counting. Stephen, leave these moments. And I think this is what Listeners the viewers are here really to hear me want. say different numbers. Okay. Mumble numbers. The number I will choose is four. Four. Okay. I'll go into the calculating bit. machine. You yeah. calculate. I'll talk. We'll see if it's worth keeping. And, and Stephen, feel free to edit this out. Let's see if I can think about. And this is. I don't know if this will be the first episode to air or not, but. A little introduction to Bridger for those of you who don't know him. He's a tiny man who is very strong, muscle-wise, and weak mentally. <laughs> but he is smart and funny and a nice man overall, although honestly can be quite vicious, which is how he earned his nickname, Bridger Vinegar. Matt, the counting's been done. The gift master is about to, I'm about to push the button on the gift master. I, 
Let me give you the rules. I can't of this believe game. you've done this. But I can't believe we're here doing this. <laughs> this is out of control. This is how the game works. This is we're gonna judge how good of a gift giver you are. Okay. I'm gonna give you three gifts. Yes. Three things that you could possibly give. Then I'm gonna give you three names of celebrities, okay. actors, this sort of thing. Yes. You're going to determine which of these people you're going to give each of the items. Does okay. that make sense to you? I think it makes sense. Okay. The gifts are. A restaurant-grade blender, a leaf blower, oh. and surgery. <laughs> Wait, what kind of surgery? Well, when you determine who you're giving it to, maybe you can decide. Okay. <laughs> the people you have to give these to, Margot Martindale, char famed character actress Margot Martindale. Okay. If you need to look her up, she's fantastic. Of course, you I might have to name. because she's kind moment. of blends into every role and just does a dynamite performance. Okay. The next person, the members of Heim, all three sisters. Uh, okay. So that's a triple a gift. Triple gift. But it's only one gift, so... They have to split it. Yeah. And then Elijah Wood, most recently seen in The Lord of the Rings. All right. So we have a leaf blower, restaurant-grade restaurant blender, yes. and surgery, surgery to Margot Martindale, Heim, and Elijah yeah. Wood. So let's start with Margot. What are you going to give Margot? Can you tell me a little bit about Margot? Margot, you know, she's just kind of been this character actress. She did a terrific job on The Americans most recently as kind of a, okay. a diabolical um, Russian. Yes. But she kind of plays... Yeah, she could. She does it all. I don't know what to tell you. She can be maternal. She can be sadistic. I have her pulled up. I recognize her. Oh yes, she's in a short she film in the movie uh, Paris Je T'aime, uh, yes. where she plays a character who goes on a little trip by herself to Paris. I want to say it's a Coen Brothers directed short. Everyone yes. should look it up. It's heartbreaking. Do you know French? Because your pronunciations have felt very genuine. In um, no. I, well, I took a lot of French, and then I you went did. to okay. Paris with Jim, my yes. boyfriend, uh -huh. and he harassed me the entire time about my pronunciation, but it's just oh. because he thinks he does everything better than me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, I think I did an okay job. That's the foundation for a healthy relationship, <laughs> is when one person thinks they're fundamentally better than the other. <laughs> um, okay, Margot Martindale will receive... A leaf blower. Okay, why? When I'm, I picture Margot. Now it was a tough call. It was a tough call because when I picture Margot, I either picture uh, the blender was the other thing I was okay. considering, but I ultimately gave her the leaf blower because she's no spring chicken anymore. Sure. If you're doing yard work and you need to blow, you need to clean up. You don't want to, I don't want Margot out there raking. Uh, sure. Okay. I of want to course. give her the power she deserves to do it simply and efficiently. Okay. Interesting. Mm -hmm. See, for me, I probably would give Margot surgery. Just, <laughs> you know, gift certificate for surgery. Yes. Because as, you know, she's a middle-aged woman. Sure. A middle-aged person. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm headed towards endless surgery <laughs> after 50. And yeah. for somebody to pick up the bill on one of these surgeries, maybe she wants to get LASIK eye surgery. Maybe <sighs> she needs a new knee. Okay. I feel like, for me, I would... I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong. I think the leaf blower is an excellent gift for Margot. Yes. And she would probably be thrilled. I feel like she's probably out in the yard a lot. That's what I'm picturing. I'm picturing her gardening. I'm picturing her in a beautifully, uh, a, a picturesque house with a green front yard, and I want her blowing leaves. And, I mean, if she was doing that with 20-20 vision from my surgery, <laughs> good grief, that's Who knows what she could accomplish. Okay, so Margot so, and a leaf blower. Okay. You've got a restaurant-grade blender. Yes. That's more than a home blender. That's going to be able to 
you throw rocks in there, that's going <laughs> to grind them up. And then we've got uh, surgery. That's right. For either, uh, we've got the Heim sisters. Uh, no, is, is that their last name? I don't know. Yes, that is. Doesn't well, I matter. think so. Heim sisters, if you're listening, reach out to me and let me know your last name. <laughs> I'm not going to look it up. And then Elijah Wood. So for Heim sisters, what are you giving them? The Heim sisters are getting surgery. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> what sort of surgery are the Heim sisters getting? I have trouble keep keeping them apart. I feel like if if any of them showed up on my doorstep individually, I wouldn't know who they were. I would like for them oh. to be sutured together. <laughs> There we go. Become the Heim sister. That's that's exactly right. That way, no more confusion. There's the trio is together at all times. I feel like we're headed this way anyway. They're doing all these so. choreographed dances. Yes. Why not just become one person at this point? So it's surgery, but it's specifically you can only use the gift card to get surgery to suture yourselves, your bodies to together. Become kind of a singing monster. I think it would work. I think. I think. I. It's a new hook. And, unfortunately, and if, I use mine on Margot, but I think you you're making a good thank choice. You. And as a pop star, you have to learn to reinvent yourself. Yeah, of course. And all I'm saying is putting your bodies together and sewing them. Well, and they're splitting the royalties this. right now. That's Why funny. not have all of that money go to one creature? <laughs> That's exactly mm, right. I like that. Okay, well, I was going to say, give the gals a blender. Yes. They seem to like the, to party. I feel like one of them's mixing drinks. Well, I have a reason to give the blender to Elijah. Oh, well, then let's just get into Elijah, it. Elijah, how, how tall would you say Elijah is? Well, probably 4'11". 4'11", Elijah. Let's be honest. I'm worried about his... The amount of nutrition he is receiving. He is skeletal. I think Elijah needs a blender so he can make a dense nutritional smoothie for himself with protein and calcium okay, supplements. I, okay. So that he does not hurt himself because I think he is headed... He's a waif. He's a waif. And Elijah, you need to start bulking up, buddy. Look... I've started making protein shakes at home. Yes. I can share a recipe. Uh, Elijah, reach out to me. What kind of protein are you using? I'm using whey protein. Okay. It's like an... Or I, my brother knows these things, and I reached out to him. He told me, and I blindly agreed. It's a chocolate-flavored protein. Fun fact. I ran a, sta a stand-up comedy show in Los Angeles called Good Heroin at Stories, Books, and Cafe. Excellent show. There's a man who comes regularly who's an ex-cop. Okay. He shows up on his motorcycle. He's the oldest person who ever comes to Good Heroin. And he's probably in his late 60s. All right. He has started making it a habit of giving me hemp protein. Oh. About once a month. He this comes. is made entirely out of hemp. Hemp protein. I haven't touched it yet. I haven't used it Homemade? No. Well, I don't know. I haven't asked him a ton of questions because I find it to be a little odd. And, and if you're listening... Um, he also, this is a man, he's an ex-cop. He told me that I would make a great interrogator. Oh, Which I don't think I would. I don't know why. Uh, I mean, I think you'd be the, the uh, good cop. I could be the good cop. Yeah. I think I like I can I could warm people up, but I, I don't think I could break people down. And this hemp protein is like bordering on lobster ravioli to me. It's like well, that's my concern. something's gonna happen. Yes, I yes. Uh, worry I'm being poisoned. Is he? Is it like in a bag? It's just loose. He just <laughs> he's pulling it out of his pockets like <laughs> sand. Just, it just falls everywhere. I have to <laughs> scoop it up. No, it's in a container and it is branded, so okay. it seems fine. And it's sealed. But I'm just, it's the only time in my life I've been given hemp protein by a stranger, and yeah. so I'm a little wary of it. That happens to me. Um, CBD qualities? 
Is it just... Just straight hemp. I wonder if... Hemp I don't even... Hemp. Maybe I just don't know enough, but that yeah. feels like a weird... I should send product. it to Elijah, honestly, because yeah. he needs it. He needs a starter pack. Yes. Get him a blender and some hemp protein and get some meat on that boy. <laughs> maybe you could, you know, we'll stop seeing him as a hobbit. Yes. <laughs> okay, well, that's... Uh, look, I guess my final thing, I guess I'm giving uh, old Elijah the leaf blower. And... But I feel like a few years ago I read that he had bought a house in Austin or something. And, okay, so... You know, he's yeah. got a property. He's got to blow some leaves around. And, you know, by by this time, that Lord of the Rings money has run it. Run oh, if he, he's... You know, broke. he's been living big the entire time. <laughs> he's out. Yeah, yeah, he's got to... He can't afford for somebody to blow the leaves. No. Or he could sell it on Craigslist. That's exactly... And now that's... He's desperate gift. for cash. What was the last thing you sold on Craigslist? Last thing I sold on Craigslist, I tried to sell my... Uh, bed didn't work out. Your mattress, Months, uh, the entire thing. Because I believe, isn't it illegal to sell your mattress? Oh, give me a break! <laughs> People are selling their mattresses. Yeah. If the feds want to bust my door down because I'm trying to sell a mattress, come get me, blow my brains out. Yes. Uh, I tried to sell the bed. Got a few nibbles. Nobody wanted. It's a California king, and I think I've told you this. And uh, I, I almost just want to use this platform to tell people the California king is not the bed you want. No, you want a king. You want a king. California king sounds fancier and bigger. It's, it's longer. Longer. You, Nobody needs a longer bed. I'm six four. I don't even need the length. Thank you. You should be the spokesperson. I've been telling people. All I need is a matchbox. That's right. <laughs> you, you should be on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a California king bed, I guess, unless you have, like... I, nobody sleeps straight, lying straight down. Everybody, I mean, most people, I'm speaking now for everyone, but I think it, we're kind of This is a little curled. judgmental coming from you. I, 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 do, I sleep in a corpse position at oh, night. Oh, okay, but you're on a king bed and you're fine? I'm fine. Okay, and then, unless you're seven feet tall, you don't need the California That's king. That's exactly right. And you want the width, especially if you have a the partner. The width is a dream with a partner. You want the option to be close. You also want the option to abandon them in the night. Yes. You want to forget that they even exist. You don't want to feel them. You don't want to touch them. Yeah. Yes. You wake up the next day and you're like, oh, there was somebody else in the bed. Wonderful. Uh, I'm alarmed. Yeah. I had no <laughs> idea. I'm calling the police. Um, yes. Yeah, that's what I recently tried to sell and it didn't work out. But and did you end up getting a new bed? No, I gave up. So I'm that's just that. sleeping on that bed and probably will until I move or something. I Listeners, this is going to be an ongoing thing with Bridger, and I would encourage <laughs> you to badger him. He doesn't spend money on himself, and he deserves to have a bed that he likes. So please, well, you know, whatever. Please write in. <laughs> Right. Please, any one he will slip up and tell you his address one day. I guarantee you that. And when he does, I want letters going to his house nonstop. At some point, I'll get a new bed. But okay. for now, I'm on the California okay. King and suffer. All right, I'll I'll let it go. Matt, we've come to the part of the podcast where we're going to try to help some listeners. Okay. Look, I could call this gift bag. You could, but where it's a mailbag about gifts. Okay. But why not call it? I said no questions. <laughs> Okay. Where I'm getting, I'm, I want, you know, listeners have written in yes. asking me, because I know a lot about gifts. Yes. And just at general advice, you know, I'm good at. Mm -hmm. People want to hear what they should give people for various things. But you didn't want to do this segment. Of course I didn't. No, but, but I'm going to because people wrote in it's the first podcast and somehow there's that little bit of me that wants to help. Yes. And so we've gotten some letters and I'm going to read them and you're going to help me help others. I'd be happy to. First up, 
Hi, Bridger. I have a hard time getting gifts for my wife. Before she buys anything, she spends hours online learning about the product, reading about every possible competitor, and looking for the best deal. Mm. I'm more of an impulse buyer and worry that my gifts won't seem thoughtful enough. Can you give some advice? Thank you. Jordan in Denton. Denton, Texas. I know about Denton. You're from Texas. I grew up in Texas. So you probably have some real powerful insight here. I can help you, Jordan. I mean... You have two options here, in my opinion. One, you either completely submit to your wife and just get her things with a receipt, knowing she will return it and get the thing she wants. Sure. And that will just be the way it goes with you, and you'll be sort of a boring couple, and that's completely fine. That's fine. I mean, that you can have other surprises. The other option you can do is you have to go completely outside of the box of the type of... She asked for a gift. You cannot get her that gift. You have to get her something completely original that she did not ask for. That way, it's not something that she can shop around for. It's just purely something... Now, that's very difficult to do, though. Something that is like... Something she would want but doesn't know that she wants. Okay, sure. I mean, the key word I see here is I'm more of an impulse buyer, which to me... That worries me. You don't... Okay, you've identified that about yourself. Yes. It's time to move on when you're buying gifts. Mm -hmm. Your wife has given you some very... <clears throat> excuse me. Some very clear examples of how to buy things. She's going too far in the other direction. Yes. Why not follow her lead and do a little research on your wife? Is this the way to go? Because I do, I found myself the other day, I was, <laughs> I needed some new socks, okay? Mm -hmm. I found myself typing into Google, best socks. Best socks. Best. This is what's happening to all I of us. I typed in best it's men's inexcusable. socks. And I was suddenly looking at lists of socks and I felt a deep level of shame. But I, I mean, I did buy did you find the, the best socks? one of the top pairs of socks. Have you tried them? Yes, I love new socks. By the way, a gift me to too. give yourself at any point some new socks. My sister signed me up for some sock club uh, for a year. I'm still wearing them. Incredible. And I feel great in every pair. New socks, one of the best feelings you can experience. So, I do... I'm hesitant to tell him to just fully give in to this new culture we have of ratings and, and, and lists of best everything. Sure. But I understand where you're coming from. Of, Let's just, like, move a little bit away from the impulse. Right. Let's... Just think of something, and I think a, a good gift is something that's maybe not that exciting, but is like a high-quality version of something that the person wouldn't buy themselves. That's exactly right. Maybe it's right. just a shirt that she finds too expensive. That's right. Or it's an experience. People Which love for Bridger, it. No that, would pays for it. that would be an $11 t-shirt. That would be an $11 t-shirt. Probably $10. Uh, but an experience is another thing most people won't buy for themselves. That's exactly right. And even if it's not something they would want to do, it's a new thing, a memory you're buying them. So That's maybe right. look into that, Jordan. Experiences are good. And I, I've read or I dreamt, again, I, I can't tell if I read or articles anymore, if they just kind of appear in my head as, as you know, sort of a remnants of a... Vision I, I of a past life. That's exactly right. But that people don't... That experiences are a much more valuable thing to have than an object. Yes. That yes. I've... You have an object, it will lose its meaning very quickly. An experience, it's a memory. You'll have an experience with someone. It'll create, it sort of shifts who you are as a person Absolutely. in a way. Yeah. Fully agreed. Uh, mm -hmm. Jordan, look into some experiences. Maybe a whitewater rafting trip. Take your wife to Arkansas. She'll be shocked. <laughs> Is Arkansas how much of a drive from Denton? 
That's you're Throw looking her in at, the car. You're looking at I'd say 15 to 20 hour drive. Take the 20 hour drive to Arkansas. Just tell her tell her you're going out to eat and then and suddenly, suddenly you're on an extremely <laughs> long trip to a state that you have no interest in. And you don't pull over for 5 hours. But you're so going to remember it. By the time she <laughs> says by the time you finally pull over it's too late to turn back. <laughs> well into divorce proceedings. Yes. Okay, moving on. Hello, Bridger, and I assume guest. They're probably talking about you. I would assume. Uh, I'd love recommendations for give uh, for gifts for gardeners. Any insights into upcoming upcoming gardening trends would also be great. Thanks in advance, Elizabeth in Cornwall. No, I, we've got an international audience. In where? Cornwall, England. Oh, okay. Actually, I have a great gift for a gardener. I mean, this feels. I hope it's good because I feel like Cornwall. I mean, Eng- the English are all about a garden. They love a garden. Like, it's the garden country. That's kind of their main thing. Is they taking love roses. Over, taking over countries and, and just putting in a bunch a of beautiful garden. <laughs> and God bless them for doing it. Well, what are you thinking then? My girlfriend Hillary. We recently moved to a place, and there's a garden. There's a couple garden plots there. Sure. She's begun gardening. My mom, Peggy, who will we all, we all yeah, know, everybody we all on the Peggy. pod knows. Yes, Peggy. She sent for my girlfriend's birthday a box of gardening stuff. Okay. In that box, what I thought to be the most useful thing was a cushy pad that I believe you can buy. Oh, I see where this is headed. And so when you kneel down, you have a pad for your knees, uh, your course. aging knees, Margot, yes. which I think... Margot, Margot, well, she's got the leaf blower. She's not getting on her knees. Well, and you gave her surgery, so maybe yeah. she has brand new knees. That's true. Peggy does, by the way. Both of her knees, mechanical or whatever, they're both replaced. Peggy, if you're listening, I'm thrilled about your knees. Yes. This pad, I think it's a great gardening gift because, and I never would have thought of it, but you can save your jeans. You're not, maybe then you're not messing up your jeans. Okay, although I would hope sure. that well, you're not Why are you putting them. on your good jeans to garden? <laughs> well, you want to look stylish. Yeah, that's true. You don't want to be <laughs> shamed in front of other gardeners. <laughs> so that's my, that's a gardening gift that I can recommend. That's a good gardening and she likes gift. It, yeah. This is what I'm going to say. As someone who has killed every plant that's come into his apartment. <laughs> yes. I say get your gardening friend or whoever it is, a high-risk plant, something that they would never buy that could very well die, but it's a gamble for them, because what if it doesn't die? They've got a plant that they never would have bought themselves. But I would argue that you're giving them just a stressful something (laughs) that they're, you're giving them something that they're going to witness die in front of them slowly over a long period. You're looking at this in the wrong way. I think you're saying, you're saying to the person, you're up for the challenge and your garden is ready to be new. (laughs) You're in England. Everything survives. That's true. I mean, if you're, you know, in Southern California in a north-facing apartment. That's right. Just prepare for it to die and enjoy it while it's... I have been over to Bridger's apartment and... But isn't... There's one that's hung on, right? Look, I recently found a plant that I think it was designed to be in malls. Yes. Uh, that lives with truly no care. No water, no light. Yes. I can't remember what it's called. I would love to be able to recommend it to people, but I think it's very good looking. Uh, and I also recently bought two rosemary bushes. I was at Home Depot the other night. Rosemary bushes? Rosemary bushes. They smell beautiful. You put these inside? No, these are outside. Okay. These are out on my, uh, whatever the thing is hanging on the outside of my apartment. Trellis? No, it's a patio, or what do you call that? A balcony. What? Remind me what a trellis is. A trellis is like a, a fence. 
Yes. It's like a thing for th- plants to grow on. Cut that out. It, don't. I don't want the Matt, listeners to know that I didn't know what a trellis Matt was. Matt is about to be canceled for not knowing what a trellis is. <laughs> I promised myself by the end of this podcast you would be canceled. <sighs> and That's I've, the promise you made to Yes, I said, lure <laughs> him in and cancel him. Okay, next up, dear Bridger, I have to get a gift for my brother-in-law. He hates... And now this person put things in quotes. He hates things. And one time when I got him a book about mm. World War One, he wasn't as excited as I thought he'd be. Oh. Michelle in Los Angeles. That's all the information we have. Yeah, this guy. He so he doesn't like. Things? It sounds like he doesn't like material objects. Is that what's happening here, or is he just <sighs> a jerk? But also, I'm just I, going to say right up front, Michelle. A, a World book, War One book. Good lord, no, that's a, a real bummer. That's a chore. That's they yeah. Just, giving anybody a book is you might as it's well. It's a risk. Oh yeah, you're giving them an assignment. Yeah, and you have to. I, I, it's happened to me before. I found <laughs> myself reading books that somebody gave me, and I resented them for it. Of course, but I've also enjoyed. It just it's a high risk. Yeah, gift. yeah you would, have to I know everything about it. the person. Yes. To me, I mean, not to shortchange you, Michelle, but we've already talked about this. Give him an experience. He doesn't yes. like things. Uh, Whitewater rafting. Whitewater rafting. I think that's know. an experience. I mean, that's, the, that's the only that's one that's coming to mind. That's the kind of experience most people like. <laughs> you kidnap yeah, Or a trip to Arkansas. <laughs> that's right. Which from Los Angeles is, you're adding maybe, a few more hours. Maybe you throw them in the trunk of your car. Okay. Take them whitewater rafting. That's two experiences in one. Oh, Kid, whitewater like halfway to Arkansas. Well, the first experience is being kidnapped in a trunk. Yeah, of course. And the, the second one that we've all wanted to enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle, give him an experience. Don't please stop giving people World War One books. That's all I can ask you. If yes. you gave me one of those, I would throw I'd it go in through your the face. roof. I would go through the roof. I'd burn it in front of you. I would absolutely. I would tear each page out and yes. drop it into a fire. Um, okay, final question. I think we've been very helpful here, and hopefully, we've yes. knocked some sense into these idiots. Bridger, and they didn't mention you, but I assume they also want advice from you. I know. I need to get a gift for my sister, who is almost 15 years younger than me. Okay. What do girls her age want? Well, first of all, well, oh, this is from Craig and Leighton. Uh, okay. Leighton, Utah. Okay. Craig, so we don't do you, know how old you are. Yeah, Craig, what? So, are you a four? I think it's yeah. safe to assume you're any age. He's listening to a podcast. Yes. He's well, listening to a podcast. So, okay, I'm going to guess he's not in his 60s. He's not in his 60s. Let's say, let's ballpark it. 38. 38. No, let's say 30. Let's 30. say a cool 30. So, so we can talk about what tween, or not teens like. What so teen his parents girls, made a mistake 15 years after. That feels like a huge gap. That's a big in, gap. That person is almost not your sibling. That's a new spouse or just a whoopsie daisy that just... You, I would look at that person as like a, like a, is it a cousin? That's a cousin. Like I think it, the, there should be like a legal thing if somebody's that far apart from you as a sibling, they're they become a cousin. Technically, a cousin, I think so. Because they've they've been raised in a whole new world. So this is a fifteen-year-old. Fifteen-year-old girl, girl. Uh, who has a brother who doesn't provide a lot of information. So that's what sort of gift does she want? Does she want an experience? Does she want a twenty-hour car ride with her fifteen-year-old? I mean, her fifteen years old. What do teen girls like these days? Well, I recently I have a friend who has 
uh, daughter around this age, sure. and I had a chance to to speak with her. And I often, when I'm speaking to a a, a person of this age, I'm just quizzing them. I want to learn course, as much as possible. Show me a peek into whatever's happening. What are now, you thinking about? Because I'm lost. First of all, she was an egomaniac. Didn't ask me a single question about myself. Well, that's a t- teenager. Yeah. Yes. So, and I'm by far the more interesting person in the conversation. Uh, of course, I had so know. much to offer her, and mm-hmm. she didn't want to hear any of it. She told she likes SoundCloud. SoundCloud, okay, not a gift. <laughs> Do you? I guess you can subscribe to it or something. Uh, yeah, it might. I actually think SoundCloud is free, so okay, maybe a She's concert. A, okay, a concert actually, experience. concert isn't a bad gift. It's a little bit of a risk because kind if, of an assignment. You need a little. You need to know. You need to do some research on who she's into. Yes, but getting her, depending on how much you want to spend, like if it was, let's say, she's into Billie Eilish. Okay, okay. these days I'm sure Billie Eilish tickets are going for a lot of money. That's at least a hundred dollars. That's at least a hundred dollars. So that's not a bad gift to get her because it's something that she might not do herself, but she'll certainly. Is enjoy. she going to end up on drugs at the Billie Eilish concert? Listen, Bridget, I feel like that's Billy's brand. I think that's just what's happening. Teens Whether she's got, at a Billy Eilish concert or not, I think this 15-year-old girl is doing drugs. She's probably on hard drugs. I'd recommend... Okay, maybe so it, she needs help. So maybe Billy Eilish concert or rehab. Okay, so maybe... or it's That like, could be the experience. Or you say, hey, get in the car, we're going to Billy. <laughs> Uh, we're going to see Billy. Just kidding. Here we're going Billy. to rehab in Arkansas. Yeah. <laughs> and they happening? do whitewater rafting. Yeah, of course. That's. I feel like that is a rehab experience. I think so. I don't know. Yeah. For teens, that's something that would help them get off drugs. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. I think we've been mostly we've helpful here. a lot here. of good work here. Uh, I mean, You're welcome. It, if all else fails, buy a gift card, which I think have been kind of unfairly maligned in I recent so. years. I, I like getting a I gift card. I don't mind a gift card at all. But I value them more than money. Yes. I'm not kidding. <laughs> you give me a gift card, it's going to be probably a year before I actually use it because I'm thinking about what I should buy with it. Because you have to make it count. Yeah. Now, if you get a gift card, let's say you get a $25 gift card to The Gap. The Gap. Your okay. favorite <laughs> store. <laughs> what would you then consider a more expensive t-shirt? At or, the Gap, I mean, I can tell you right now, no, because the Gap makes boxy T-shirts. Oh, uh, I would at the Gap, I would get socks. Yes, uh, a belt. That's right, a belt. Maybe like a beanie. Yes, uh, but I they, don't think I've ever seen you in a beanie. Well, no one ever will. <laughs> the Gap, I, if again, if you're listening, corporations, uh, the Gap, you need to narrow the T-shirts down a little bit. It's a little like, who is this for? It, I know. I don't know. It's the old Navy curse of just like, this is built for someone who is a rectangle or something. And listen, no offense to the people out there who are shaped like rectangles. Of course. there's. A, I'm not just, trying to body shame anybody. I, just, just, I mean, if you're a literal rectangle, actually seek surgery. I would just, I would counsel you to know that you are loved despite what this maniac across if from If I ever come saying. across a rectangle shaped person there's going to be hell to pay. I'm going to give him a hug. I don't, well, I don't know no, if I'll be able to I'm, reach I all the way I around. I hope I get before but... you do. Okay. Because these rectangle freaks are this, out there. You are. You know who's canceled now. <laughs> you, you you come on your oh, own I'll podcast. I'll cancel myself. All right. Bridger well, Weiniger is so. canceled. Matt. Bridget. God bless. God bless you. I'm in your t-shirt. I'm so cozy. An absolute honor. I forgot I, that you are wearing the t-shirt. Yeah. Well, of you. course, I'm doing it very natural. You got topless on your first podcast. Yeah. People are thinking about my body in all kinds of ways on this podcast, that's exactly and that's fine. Right. Yeah. Well, I think that's the end of the show. 
I'm so, honored to be here, Bridger. I said no gifts. You brought a gift, and we ended up talking about it, and so much more. This is how life goes. All right, well, I hope you have a nice rest of your washing the dishes if you've been doing it for an hour and a half. Yes. Might have lost your mind. Put the dishes away right when it's done. You'll feel better about yourself. Okay. I've got to eat dinner. I am very... I ate a blueberry muffin before I came, but oh, it's wearing off. I had a taco. All right. I Said No Gifts is an exactly right production. It's engineered by Earth Angel Stephen Ray Morris. The theme song is by Miracle Worker Amy Mann. Uh, you can follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at I Said No Gifts. And if you have a question or need help getting a gift for someone in your life, email me at I Said No Gifts at gmail.com. Listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you found me. And why not leave a review while you're at it? I invited you here Thought I made myself perfectly clear When you're a guest in my home 